Welcome to the Press On Podcast. My name is Justin. I'm your friend, your host. I don't know what you want to call me, um, but I'm so glad you are joining us for episode 21. Last week's 20th episode was so much fun. But after last week's episode, we, um, and by we, I mean myself, uh, have decided that uh, we're going to switch some things up a little bit. And for the most part, our shows are going to go down to about 10, 15 on a on a really long week, maybe 20 minute show. Um, and each week we are just going to study a passage of scripture or talk about a certain topic for a while. And then on our special shows, Thanksgiving, Christmas, 4th of July, anniversary shows and things like that, um, then we'll incorporate some of those fun elements that we've done each and every week. Um, but we'll also put some of those fun elements on our social media and on our Patreon. So we never want to forget to ask you to to support us on Patreon if you are financially able, um, but everybody should be able to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Join our Facebook community group and follow us on TikTok as well. Whether you you watch on YouTube or you listen to wherever you find your podcast, we would love to have you join us uh, on social media. And so, with that being said, I want to just go ahead and dive right in uh, to scripture today and. Um, jump into a really important topic that I have found, at least for myself, and I hope it's beneficial for you. Um, Today and for the next two weeks after today, so for three weeks, uh, we are going to be looking at a book that not a lot of people look at. Uh, You know, when it comes to scripture, we we read Genesis and Exodus, and um, then we get into the Levitical laws, and then we kind of skip around in the Old Testament. We, We definitely look at Psalms and Proverbs a lot. Um, sometimes Esther, um, then we skip around a little bit and then we get to the New Testament and that's where people spend most of their time. Um, but what really gets jumped over are some of the minor prophets in in scripture, um, things like Nahum and Haggai. And, and so today for the next three weeks, I want to look at a book that not a lot of people read. I know I haven't spent a lot of time reading this book and so it's been fun refreshing my memory on this book and that is the book of Habakkuk. Habakkuk can be found towards the end of the Old Testament. It is right after the book of Nahum and right before the book of Zephaniah. Um, And it is a wonderful little three-chapter book. Um, And so I'm so excited. But before we even jump into chapter one, uh, let's pray. Father God, I thank you for today. I thank you for every day that you've given us. Lord, I pray that you open our minds as we open this book. And Lord, uh, help these words just resonate with us. Help it lead us to a deeper understanding of who you are and who you've created us to be, Lord. We love you. We thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So so let's just start looking uh, at, at the book of Habakkuk. Um, a little context behind this. Habakkuk is a prophet, um, and he's looking around, and his people it, are in a a decline. Um, they're going downhill fast. Um, their their morality is not good. They're 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 just giving in to worldly things. Um, and on top of that, there's military pressure coming uh, for them and destroying them. Um, Habakkuk's people are just um, in a world of hurt, so to speak. Um, there's chaos all around. And in the book of Habakkuk, it's kind of split up. Habakkuk's complaints and God's answers. Habakkuk complains, Lord answers. Habakkuk complains, Lord answers. Um, And so chapter 1 starts out with the complaint. 
Look at verse 2 if you have your Bibles. If not, it's going to be right here on the screen for you. It says this, Habakkuk says, How long, Lord, must I call for help, but you do not listen? Or cry out to you, violence, but you do not save? Like, why do you make me look at injustice? Why do you tolerate wrongdoing? Destruction and violence are before me. There is strife and conflict abounds. Therefore, the law is paralyzed, and justice never prevails. The wicked hem in the righteous, so that justice is perverted. And so Habakkuk just kind of lays it out for God and says, Man, everything is so messed up right now. Why, God? Why are you making me look at this? Why Why am I existing in this time period? Why do I have to see all of this? In fact, scholars believe that in verse 12 of this complaint, um, Habakkuk is kind of um, uh, being, not being rude. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know the word for it, but, but in verse 12, look at that. He says, Lord, are you not from everlasting? And this is kind of like a backhanded comment. Like, God, aren't you the eternal one? Don't, aren't you supposed to be able to handle all of this? Aren't you supposed to be able to control and bring goodness and justice? Um, and so a lot of scholars believe that um, Habakkuk is being a little edgy with this statement here. Um, and I wonder how long uh, we've, we've thought these things, but we've kind of been afraid to say these things to God. I think there's a common misconception in the church today that that, that it is not okay to voice our true opinions to God, um, voice our complaints as Habakkuk does. Uh, sometimes when we approach God, it's kind of more of a, a fluff piece. God, I love you. God, you're so good. Um, I'm going to ask you for these things. If you can do these things, um, which is okay. Um, but I think God wants us to be more real with him. And I think it's okay to complain to God. I mean, you look at some of the Psalms and how David talks to God. There's a whole um, genre of writing in the Bible called laments. And, and though this is a, a prophecy book, a, a minor prophet book, I would also label this as a lament book because Habakkuk is lamenting. He's, he's looking around him and he's saying, God, how long do I have to look at this? How long do I have to see my people fall away from you? How long do I have to watch my people be destroyed? How long, God? And it is a beautifully honest prayer by Habakkuk. And it's almost as if he's saying, God, why, why did you put me in this time period? Why, why my, my, my grandfathers, the generations before me, um, they didn't have to go through this. Why do I have to go through this? And, and I don't know about you, but... But I've often felt like that. In fact, the other night I was working and this lady uh, was just, she was sitting at a table and she was voicing her complaints about um, politics and just the state of our world. Uh, and and she's like, I, I just don't understand. Things used to be so good. And I get her complaints, some of them. I agreed with some. I didn't agree with some. Um, but I wonder if she really understood by what she meant by saying things used to be so good, because I feel like every generation has wondered why can't things just be the way that they used to be. You know, my generation thinks back to, to the nineties and, 
and things were so good for us as kids in the 90s, you know. Uh, 90s was a great time to grow up, but as an adult, there was a lot of turmoil. And, you know, you lead into the early 2000s, we had 9-11, and as a kid, I knew something bad had happened, but I didn't grasp the gravity of what had happened. And I'm sure adults during 9-11 wondered this same thing, God, where are you? It's like we're crying out to you, but you're not listening. You can go back even more years, and people who lived during the Holocaust, they probably thought the same thing, God, where are you? And so I think things because of sin have always been bad. And it's our human nature to long for a better day, whether it was in the past or in the future. And I think it's okay to cry out to God and say these things. But, but the cool part about Habakkuk is he's not just complaining. Um, he's, he's stating his faith as well. Because right after that backhanded um, comment that he makes in verse 12, he says this, My God, my Holy One, you will never die. You will never die. In ancient Hebrew, um, it actually says we will never die, almost like you and I together. Um, and so I don't, I don't quite see why that is always translated you or we in some translations. Um, but no matter if it's you will never die, he's stating his faith in God, saying um, you are so big and so mighty, you're not going to die. But if it's we, uh, it's almost stating the the statement of is of a faith saying that that because of you I know I'm going to live eternally um, and no matter what happens on this earth we are never going to die we're going to be okay but he says my God my holy one he still puts his faith in God and so he's complaining he's voicing his frustrations and his hurts uh, but he's still holding on to his faith and the beautiful thing about this is is that uh, Pastor Tim Keller puts it this way, is that of the religious people of Habakkuk's day, Habakkuk was probably um, a little too um, honest with his feelings, um, which, like I said, in the religious world today, um, it's hard for us to be honest with our feelings. Um, but he's also um, too faithful um, to fit in with the secular crowd. And so Habakkuk is an awesome example for us as Christians that, that we need to be real when we approach God and we need to express our honest feelings with him. He's okay. He's big enough. He can handle those feelings. Um, but never let those complaints, never let those feelings triumph over your faith. Your faith in God um, is the most important thing. It's okay to wonder where God is in certain situations. It's okay to wonder what God is doing and why he's doing certain things. Uh, but our faith ultimately says no matter what, we can trust him. There's a beautiful thing I don't want us to miss. Um, in the middle of Habakkuk's complaint in chapter 1, God, God answers Habakkuk. And just look at uh, verse 5. He says this, Look at the nations and watch, and be utterly amazed. For I am going to do something in your days that you would not believe even if you were told. God is planning something big here. He's planning something 
that he says that even if if he told Habakkuk, Habakkuk could not understand until it happens. And I think the same is true for us. God is working and always moving to prepare uh, a, a day for us, a, a day that's so much bigger, so much more than what we can ever imagine, even if we were told. And, and so, yes, there's going to be chaos. There's going to be seasons that we go through that are painful and hurtful, and, and we're not going to quite understand, but God is always working. God is always moving. There's another verse in the Old Testament that says, do not despise the day of small things. And I just wonder if if in the small things, the, 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 the little things that we see God moving in, if we really cling to those, and when when small things are the things that get under our skin or or just build up and cause chaos in our lives, uh, that 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 we understand that God is always moving. He's always working. And so I don't know about you, but I find myself like Habakkuk a lot of times. Uh, more times than not, I I'm crying out to God, saying, "God, where are you in this?" And maybe it's because of my own sin. Maybe it's because of my own shortcomings and my own failings that, that I have to ask those things. But I ask those things because I also know that God is still moving. He's still active in my life. And there's a lot of good things that I don't want to miss. And so I want to always stay connected to Him. And, and so no matter where you are in life, if you're in a season like Habakkuk and you're asking yourself, where are you, God? Do you even hear me as we cry out for help? If you're in those seasons, I want to encourage you to do one thing. And that's the same thing we encourage you to do each and every single week. And that's to press on. Hey, I hope you enjoyed this first week of Habakkuk. I can't wait to see you next week. We're going to tackle Habakkuk 2. So, so this week, go back and read Habakkuk 1. Maybe get a jump start on Habakkuk 2. Come back next Wednesday and we're going to jump in together. If you have any thoughts, questions, comments on what we talked about today, we would love for you to email us at presson, pressonpod at gmail.com. Uh, and we would love to discuss those next week on our show. And so write those emails, send them in, um, and we'll see you next week. Adios.